That's not just. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Cannabis Connection. I'm Christopher Carr. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Santa Cruz Cannabis Talk Radio. Happy 420. 420 is coming early tonight. We are celebrating. I know Cheech and Chong are in the house. Uh, we got some legendary genetics to discuss some iconic foundation that all of these building blocks come together to make the flame of today and and we're all rooted in in the in the seeds of yesterday and and I'm very honored and excited to welcome Richard Stockton to the show he's a local legend as well like these amazing cannabis lines he's been rooted in this community performing as a comedian as a as a performer and uh and musician and so Let's bring him on. Welcome, Richard, to the Cannabis Connection. Uh, thank you, Chris. Thank you, Ma. Yeah, give thanks. It's good to have you. And uh, can you be, are you from Santa Cruz, or how, how did you started uh, here? I was born in the Deep South. Wow. Yeah, Bakers, cool. Bakersfield, California. <laughs> yeah, 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 Bakersfield. That's, That's a, right. No, I was born Richard Robert Stockton. My mama called me Dickie Bob. We were so redneck. I mean, like, i got to tell you, Chris, uh, uh, you know, in Bakersfield, 232,000 people, six last names, okay? So I got a cousin been married three times. He's always had the same in-laws. You know, it's just, it's, 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 yeah, yeah, very tight gene pool. Um, so, uh, yeah, but uh, when I moved to Santa Cruz, uh, my spirit healed. Yeah, tell me about it. Yeah. Yeah, amen yeah. to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this place uh, is very special. It's its own little... Uh, Vortex, it's bubble, it's this uh, zone here, and, and especially with um, the 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 amount of talent as a as a comedian, I imagine, or just the opportunities, you know, just the material around this place, the the weirdness, the the mountains meeting the sea, um, you know, how'd you get into comedy? How'd you get into you know your life as a performer? <laughs> I mean, it, it's probably just natural. I was told at the age of five, um, <laughs> at the age of five, there's a, this is, a, we, uh, I come from a huge family. Stocktons are, they're ubiquitous in, <laughs> nice. in Bakersfield. And they were everywhere. We, a lot of tight gene pool work and it really is quite <laughs> and apparently there was this gigantic uh, thanksgiving meal and i guess at four and a half um just as it all the turkeys arrived on the table i jumped up on the table and did a, an extended impression of a dying turkey <laughs> nice. and my mother i thought you know she's uh she just told me you know Five years off my life. Thank you. Thank you. So, but, uh, yeah, I just pathological exhibitionist, you know, and nice. I, I got to work it all out. I work out my yeah. stuff with comedy. I go to, I, I, I get by with humor. I've always, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm a mood swing guy, but I, I maintain with that. Like, I was feeling, I was listening to your gal that was on before you, this energy worker. And yes. And yeah. It was so positive, the happiness. And I got to thinking, man, I'm not broke. I'm having. An out of money experience. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It's all perspective. Yeah, it's all exactly. perspective. And that's, of course, that's what uh, the cannabis does for that's us. That's right. It changes your point of view. Absolutely, absolutely, and it helps with. Uh, I was listening to some comedians speak to you know the writing process, and and perspective is key in, in the creative process too, and it also brings people together that circle and the sharing of the joint the sharing of the seed the sharing of the of, of now we're out right as cannabis stewards as lovers and and keepers of the plant um to talk shop to mm-hmm. be on the radio mm-hmm. um and yeah, so is, it, it keeps bizarre. going isn't it interesting you and I are sitting here actually it's really bizarre <laughs> On this station. I know. I know. So, Tell I mean, me about there it. There are folks listening. Uh, yeah. I'm sure out there right now, Richard Stockton, <laughs> I can just hear the teeth grinding. And, yeah. and I want you to know out there, I love you. I love you. It's all I love. I love you. And I do. <laughs> okay. I, quick story about that. So I, we want to get into ge- genetics. You're you're driving. You're driving the train. No, but, train. But, but, but I love an authentic flow. I'm not trying to. Gotcha. I like to see where things go because then that's that's. You know, it's improv. We're we're jamming. Well, so this this is a conservative station, largely. Yes. Okay. Yes. So 
It's interesting your show is on that because, um, you know, I'm trying to figure out how, how, how we bring this, this great divisiveness we have, how we bring that back together. Okay. Can I just tell a story about, about walls of rage? Okay. So yeah, somebody even was talking about fences. Maybe you made a reference to fences and, 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 but they turn into walls of rage. We can't see by that. Mm. Okay. I got, I got two solutions. The second one is cannabis. I'll get there that in a second. But, um, okay, I'm coming in off the road. I'm driving my little Prius down the freeway. Winter sun going down. I'm just pounding down the freeway. I'm so hungry, man. I'm hungry. I haven't eaten. It's, you know, and there's the red and yellow sign of the in and out burger. <laughs> nice, nice. So I get in the drive through line. And there's and all the conservative my my brothers brothers and conservatives out there, please listen to the end of this story. You're gonna like it. It's gonna get a little rough in the middle for you. <laughs> anyway, so I get in the drive-through line, and uh, there's this big truck in front of me, man. American flags all over it. Got dual exhaust, about three feet off the ground. They're pumping out carbon monoxide like a death metal band. Uh, let's call it uh, respiratory ailment because. Yeah. <gasps> Yeah. I can't breathe. I mean, my little Prius Sitting is just there, being, getting, yeah, gassed. getting gas. And so I stop and let the guy get way in front of me. Well, I, the, a, there's two windows to the drive-through line. And if you don't keep moving up, you ruin the efficiency for everyone. Whoa. You know? Yeah, of course. And all these people behind me, they are Eggy. ticked Yeah, off. they're not happy. No, they're not digging me. What are you doing? <laughs> what was you that guy doing? In the Prius, you stoner. What are you doing <laughs> sitting there? You're, no, no, no. And they're honking at me. I'm Jeez. getting finger gestures. Yes. People are, one guy's yelling out the window. And, I'm sorry, people. I can't, I got to breathe. I got to breathe. Yeah. So that's when I start making up stories about the guy in the truck, you know. And I go there, and I just, and I, I'm just, oh, I bet I know who you voted for. Yeah, I there you bet go. I know that's a starter, and then I devolve into just anything I can think about the guy. I go, oh, okay, you're sitting up in their truck, you're making fun of me. This candy ass liberal in the back, his little stupid car and everything. I mean, I know you're making fun of me just because I believe in the science behind global warming, just because I believe we shouldn't put children in cages and catapult them over the fence in Mexico, you know, just because just because I got vaccinated and you are getting vaccinated so you can stand up for your right to get laid off and die. Why? Because you don't know the chemicals that are in the vaccine. Yeah, oh, you're ordering a Coca-Cola now. You don't know what kind of crap is in. You're pouring down your fat red and I just yada 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 yada. So I devolve finally into insults about the guy's mother. I turn the air in my little Prius blue with profanity. Okay, <laughs> finally, my turn to go to the window. Young man in a white hat hands me a burger and goes, "Here's your burger, no charge." And I went, "What?" The guy in the truck bought it. Yes, the oh, guy whoa. in front of you paid for your burger. And I said, why? Why? <laughs> this is and he big, said yeah. he was apologizing for exhaust. Really? Oh. That explicit? Yes. How cool. And I'm just going, man, I can't, but I felt so humbled, to say the How least. cool. And I go, wow, I sure. was making up stories about this guy, and okay. he was actually paying it backwards. Wow. Yeah. That's so, nice. That's so, a nice story. Yeah. I, uh, well, it's a, it's a nice reminder of the humanity we all share and that we're all we're all just people. Yep. You know? Yep, yep, yep. You're my neighbor first. He, he knew it. He knew. He's like, I'm, I'm gassing the heck out of this guy. I could tell because he's giving me space. So. Yep. He, he, no, he, he did. He, he did he, what he could. He stepped up. He and, did what he could. And I was. Anyway. Bought, you, bought you dinner. That's nice. And he, uh, yeah. So. Yeah. So it's a nice I, metaphor of, of how we can bridge these gaps. Well, I think you, with this show, are a bridge builder. You are. Okay, I got you got time for another story? Yeah, no, I'm loving this. All I right, mean, we'll all talk right, seeds all, right. all day. We'll, we'll get into seeds in a minute. Is, this is nice, nice all right, sentiment. So, uh, Important so, perspective. Uh, I, you know, I'm, in the, I'm this... It's, I'm beyond a tree hugger. I'm, you know, I'm like this <laughs> communist who's learned how to make it in a capitalist world. I, whatever. Uh, but 
So I'm gigging. Uh, I've got this show I do about sleep apnea, and I do it for a much older crowd. I've got sleep apnea and CPAP machines. And up in Santa Cruz, I close the show by talking about how, uh, you know, uh, I used to be a big, uh, I, I used to, because of sleep apnea, I had to smoke pot. Honestly, I would get up. Cup of coffee in one hand, join the other yeah, hand, yeah. ibuprofen, popping them down, because wow. sleep apnea is it's a killer. And, and do you so, know about sleep apnea? You stop breathing, and then... You stop breathing when scary. you sleep. Yeah, it sounds terrifying. I have sometimes seasonal allergy issues where I can't breathe, right? And yeah. and my wife was thinking maybe I had it. I don't think I... I don't know. I don't know much about it, actually. She would know. <laughs> okay, that did, did she stuff. ever say... Yes, that kind of stuff. Oh, hey, yeah. dog. I'm, might, I'm serious. <laughs> you got to get tested. I might go get tested. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually, I, I need to become more educated for sure. I know a little bit about it because of our conversations and looking into things. You're young. Yeah. But I tell you, um, yeah, I mean, I, there I am. And I, at first, I didn't believe I even snored. Of course. She was leaving the bed. Yeah. And then, you know, so she, she she recorded uh, my phone with my snoring, and then she uploaded it to be my ringtone. The oh, ringtone on my funny. phone is me snoring. That's yeah. funny. So, yeah, I you know, one night I just... Oh, and I looked over, and there's my beautiful wife with her knuckles white and her teeth clenched, and I'm going, oh, baby, you couldn't sleep either. Okay, yeah. <laughs> So the show is about sleep apnea and all this, and of course the uh, the CPAP machine. I, I close with that by putting that on. Oh, you put it on. Oh, wait. I so I talking about how I used to smoke a lot of weed, but since I got the CPAP machine, now I can I can smoke weed when I want to, not when I have to. And I'm talking about getting over it, and I've cured my addiction to the habit. And all the time, I'm putting weed in, in the end of the tube of the of the CPAP headgear, right? Nice. I'm, just, I'm packing it down. And I'm yeah. Saying, Man, I don't need you know weed. No, not me. And I'm packing this weed in, and then I close the show by lighting it yes. and actually smoking weed, which you can <laughs> you can actually do on stage by California law. Wow, um, how cool! And uh, so I. That's great in Santa Cruz. That's great in San Francisco, even yeah. Sacramento. Yeah. So now I'm down at a 55 plus community in San Diego, Ooh. and yeah. Yeah, a little conservative oh. military. Oh wow, yeah. just really, really conservative folk. Yeah. Had a great show. Everybody's Amazing going. place. Yeah, I love it down there. But I asked the producer. I said, so the producer before the show, I go, hey man, um, you know, I, I talk a lot. About pot. <laughs> and your crowd, and he goes, oh, you are going to be surprised. Nice. Yeah. Nice. He, and he said, no, don't worry about that. And I said, what? He yeah. Goes, no, don't worry, but just do your show. We yeah. know, we've seen your show. We Do it. We know what we're getting. We know yeah. what we're getting into. So I closed my set. Uh, by, you know, smoking weed out of my CPAP machine. <laughs> Half the room wears CPAP. I mean, you know, these people sure. are like as old as me. Sure, yeah. And, 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 uh, and they're just screaming. They're screaming. And after that show, three very elderly women came up to me and asked if I could get them some weed. Oh, how cool. How cool. So I think We're there coming out is, of the cannabis closet. There is a connection with laughter yes there's a connection with weed conservatives like to get high of course yeah of course and so what if his apple pie growing and smoking him. exactly yeah so what if my name in fact it, it, i have a house in roseville i have a, a a trump supporter on my right and a trump supporter on my left yeah and uh, we got together, oh, a few months ago, we're talking, and we get really high together. And before cool. I know it, we're making jokes about both Trump and Biden. Yeah, and we're that's sharing it. them. That's the healing. Yes. That's the healing. So these guys, Biden, the Biden and Trump, are like 3,000 miles away. My neighbor is on the other side of a, of a fence. Yeah, And, and cool. I watch his children. He takes care of when I'm gone, you know. That's, yeah, that's neighbors. Neighbors. That's so cool. Neighbors. Yeah, yeah. So that's what we are. So I think comedy, for me, comedy and cannabis together, um, it's a possible bridge. Amen. We need that right yeah. now. 
it, it is interesting too in the, in the on a societal level in American society that the comedians are the canaries in the coal mine and they're still being very um, you know honest in in this cancel culture era in this time of uh, of of really just uh, just unprecedented um, political scrutiny and and public scrutiny that comedians are are I've I've fallen in love and and, and have paid more attention and 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 really deepened my relationship and appreciation of the craft in the past eight years. Yeah. You know, just because it's been such a weird turn from mm-hmm. you know 2016 or however long is yeah since the beginning of the you know Trump election, but even before that, towards the end of the Obama years and the the recession and whatnot we had and. It's 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 amazing to th- to see the the policy change of cannabis, and then some of these other bizarre changes in our in our democracy. But in every election, cannabis wins. Yeah. And 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 the comedians all over, everybody involved in comedy, continue to just be so sharp and spot on and saying what everybody's thinking, which is that bridge, which is you know that. Mm-hmm. The Biden jokes and the Trump jokes, and right. um, and bringing us back together. Right. Um, and cannabis always brings people together. We we yeah we've always been so so lucky in this town uh, playing music. Like we open for a lot of acts at Mo's Alley. You're talking about ancestry. Ancestry, yeah. And so a lot of these international artists from Jamaica or or Europe, you know, and they just they don't really. You know, they're all tired and jet lagged. We do the sound check. But as soon as we bust out the jars and start rolling, mm-hmm. everybody's, we're all, we're all family. You know, there's a little bit of ego. There's a little bit of just fatigue. And then what kind of smooths it out and brings us all together is just getting the, getting the circle going. Is it to play reggae music? This is an obvious question. Sure. Do you, is, is it like jazz? Do you have to be stoned? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm always loving. You don't have to be, um, but most are. Well, I mean, it's it's a lifestyle, right? right. Jazz is a lifestyle. Comedy is a lifestyle. Right. Um, roots reggae. There's a certain heartbeat. The one drop. Uh, these things are. You lock into it, especially playing bass. Uh, you know, I'm. What's the I'm, one drop? The one drop is the beat that. Oh, that that, that beat. beat. Yeah, that 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 that, that like that <laughs> reggae march almost. Like when you see people like easy skanking. Is it the on bump. the three or what? Yeah, there's there's a one and then on the three. Um, so you do like the kick on the three. Yeah, yeah. And then the bass line is the that's the bridge to the rest of the group. But but the drums and the bass are this rhythm section that is so like that's dub. The dub sound is like you could just have a drummer and a bass player. And someone on the mic, and that's a, and that's a lot of like Jamaican roots, um, and we have this interesting wow. connection in California, especially Santa Cruz. There's a lot of Jamaicans that love this zone and stayed. You know, they were touring and never left. And they, oh, the Central and like Coast. Rocky Bailey, yeah. There's all these old school heads that are like they grew up with uh, Black Ahru and the the Mighty Di- the Mighty Diamonds and some of these like. Israel Vibration, some of these legendary Jamaican bands that toured the whole world, their homies that they grew up, you know, with in Kingston came out here on tour with those bands and never left Santa Cruz because it was just good vibes. They just loved it. And so there is this interesting community that, and kind of like my work with cannabis, it just was never intentional. It was just something that being here in Santa Cruz and playing guitar, I started picked up a bass because we were jamming and there was three guitar players and no one on bass. And so I just played my guitar lines a couple octaves lower. And then before I knew it, I'm playing bass. And I just wanted to jam. Yeah. And this is in 2010 when we started. And it was house parties. Um, so for a lot. been together for 12 years. 12 years. Wow. Yeah, we have a bunch. We have a new album coming out. And, 
Yeah, we've had so many, like like any band, you have, we've had like 10 drummers, you know, we, we, we have turnover, but like the core, <laughs> the core. What happens to the drummers, man? <laughs> we've, we, we, we've had like generations of alumni come and go in oh, the, wow. in the group, but Tomas and I were a founding part of the mm. group. And um, we have a saxophone player that joined the group like a year into it, and she was with us. She actually just moved to Kauai. Um, but but we have some members that have been a part of the group for like eight, ten years, and Tomas and I started it in 2010. Man. And it's cool. I mean, Santa Cruz is, you know, the, the, the work in the cannabis community and the work in the music scene is just so intrinsically interwoven, and a lot of these venues were built on brown paper bag money from cannabis. Mm -hmm. um, Catalyst, Moe's Alley, um, some of these you know really special iconic spots in uh, the Bay Area, and all the way up into these festivals, Reggae on the River and French Camp. You know, this was a a way for a lot of the ganja growers to give back to their community, and, and it was all kind of tied to reggae music. And it's definitely, uh, not only was, well, Skunk and Haze. There you go. Came from here. Yeah, we're the home of the Haze. We're the home of the Skunk. And that's what I wanted to learn, because can you, so let's dive into that. Um because there's like a lot of, I see in your article, Sacred Seeds, and I did make the pilgrimage to Amsterdam with my wife in 2019 before COVID. Um, she had a, a gig actually in, in Prague, and I was like, okay, we're going to make this work. You went to Amsterdam. I went to Amsterdam, and I did all the seed banks. And like the Holland them. Seed Bank? And yeah, I checked them all out. Nevin Schoemacher's Yes, place. that's right. Yeah, Sensi Seeds, the sacred, like a lot of this, like this picture in the article, which you... Everyone should check out the Cannabis Chronicle Seeds of a Movement. Very, you know, this was really, it's the first thing that I've seen in these types of publications that I was like, wow. Like, it's like good music, roots. It was like soul. It was like no more bubble gum, no more flashy colors. Um, this is what I'm passionate about is mm. learning the learning the roots of what, what where this all came from. And in some ways, too, I feel like this skunk, these... These building block cultivars are like the, if we're painters, these are the special, you know, colors in the color wheel because the way we're hybridizing cannabis genetics right now, it's getting just to be brown. Bubblegum, cookie. There's, yeah. a, there's a strain out of Maine called Comfortably Numb. Interesting. I mean, I don't nice. know, you know, I don't think we need that from cannabis. That's <laughs> that's why God gave us heroin. Okay. Totally, totally. You know, I mean. Poppy it, will do that. You know, yeah. What? What? I don't need Comfortably <laughs> Numb. I do like Pink Floyd, though. Yeah. Okay. But, but, but uh, I mean, I like, can't, frankly, I mean, if a, you give me a sativa and and I get you high, and we go, yeah. hey, Christopher, come on. We can paint that wall. Yeah, we can paint that wall right go. now. We're ready to go. That's right, man. <laughs> That's right. Sure. So, uh, yeah, I got, um, yeah, I guess everybody knows about the backyard grow scene in Santa Cruz who's here. But so I live in Seabright, so I'm walking down Seabright Avenue, and here comes a woman towards me, impeccably dressed. She's <laughs> just really, and 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 she's carrying a little dog. I mean, oh yeah. Clearly not from Santa Cruz. Totally, right? yeah. This Almost like a, a San Francisco lady. Yeah. I don't know. But, and she and she stops me and says, "Sir, do you live here?" I said, "Yes, I do, ma'am. How may I help you?" And she says, "Well." I love Santa Cruz. I love walking around in Santa Cruz. But everywhere I go, I smell skunks. And I don't see them, but I smell them. And I said, yeah, yeah, they're they're shy. They're they're, they're very elusive. They they stay in the backyards pretty much. Yeah, they they do. They're really good at hiding. That's mm. so funny. So yeah, so I um, I, I did a I did a fundraiser I think for um, the Coralitas Cultural Center, and the one of the, the the head guy out there his name was Wayne, and he invited me over to his house after the show, and he says, well what can what can I do for you, man? 
And I said, <laughs> I just said, well, blurt it out what you want. And I said, I got an Airstream trailer, and I'm looking for some place to put it out here. Nice. I love this. Oh, I know? love Corlitas. Oh, man. It's an amazing spot. And he points out the window and says, what about out there? Cool. So cool. that's how I met Wayne. How nice. Yeah, so I've been out there for, uh, when I come to Santa Cruz, I stay in the Airstream out there. Oh, right. And I keep hearing, you know, we get and we got to be real good friends, and we smoke a lot and uh he kept babbling on about these frozen seeds he had and it's not i'm going this is stoner babble man i had I, it was hard to listen to but okay your seeds and you're frozen and then he starts talking about some guy a character by the name of sam the skunk man yeah this is a character that comes up a lot and i never heard of sam and I go, oh god here's frozen seeds sam well the sam the what and well, I started checking it out and looking online, Sam the Skunk Man, Seed, Santa Cruz, Sativa Skunk, and I go, holy mackerel, Wayne's story is true. And here's, here's what happened. So in 1978, Wayne and some of his buddies ran, in, ran into a guy by the name of David Watson. David Watson. Yeah. Well, David Watson, later to become Sam the Skunk Man. David Watson. So here's a, a, a breeder in, in Watsonville who calls himself Watson. I, okay, whatever. <laughs> Good enough. I'll take that sure. Works, yeah. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Easy to remember. I know. I'm uh, Richard Stockton from Modesto. Yeah, whatever. That's whatever. Wow, yeah, totally. Um, so uh, anyway, he meets, <laughs> they meet, and um, he and his buddies buy a hunt. Um, Wayne buys a hundred seeds in 1978 for $100 awesome. from Sacred Seeds. And this was even before they had the packaging. Wow. Uh, one of Wayne's buddies who also bought seeds loans David Watson $200 to come up that that uh, that thing you're looking the, yeah. the label right there. So it's an Afghani Hindu Kush. A uh, guy by the name. Let's just call Sacred him Seeds. Phil. I don't know if Phil wants me to use his last name, but um, he is an old time grower, deep, deep, deep Santa Cruz grower. Cool. And he knows David Watson and and uh, Wayne. But life happens. Wayne can't grow them out. He's got a hundred dollars worth of seeds, and he, and he reads on the back of the package that package right there that. If you freeze them, no they, they last a lot longer. Okay, yeah. Wayne pops them in the freezer. Can't it's like Bilbo in the ring. He can't stop talking about his seeds <laughs> because Phil grew out the seeds and it's amazing weed. It's nice. They and they nobody told them to call it skunk. You just immediately go, Oh my oh, god, skunky. skunk. Yeah, and how cool. So Forty years go by. The seeds are still in the freezer. What? Yes. Okay, crazy. Freezer. Well, Richard Stockton moves on to Wayne's farm, <laughs> and I'm out my airstream trailer, and Wayne keeps talking. I finally went, dude, that David Watson guy, that guy is now Sam the Skunk Man, right? Right? And he goes, yeah. And I go, oh, my God. Yeah. This is pre-skunk seed. It is. It's the the skunk came so David so David Watson's story as I've talked to three really older than me breeders um, I'm I've been an entertainer all my life I'm 73 years old but I have the resume of a man in his 20s <laughs> nice yeah. but um, so three old breeders I found one up Eureka Canyon Road. You talk about deep, That's deep, the sticks. Yeah. yeah, deep yeah. Santa Cruz, Eureka Canyon Road, Browns Valley Road. Nice. So I, I met three old-time breeders, and um, they all they all have different stories. About, yeah, I've heard a few. Yeah. yeah. And but and they all said they knew David, and they all have different stories about him. But I'll tell you one thing: those three have in common, they can smoke me under the <laughs> table. <laughs> They're seasoned veterans. Yeah. Oh my How gosh. Cool. So. How cool. So. Uh, yeah, so the stories are that David Watson was the first person to establish a cannabis seed uh, company in the United States, and it's called Sacred Seeds. Wow. Um, he actually did um, 
develop his stuff in a, a 10 foot by 20 foot greenhouse in Watsonville. And yes, the law did come and I, I use the term busted in my story in Cannabis Chronicle. I guess that implies an actual arrest bust, but so I won't say that. He was yeah. apprehended. Okay. And that's what everybody says. And he, they took him away and they put big yellow tape around his thing and everything. But somehow they released him. And he comes back and sits up on a mountain and he's watching his his greenhouse from afar from afar okay doesn't see any cops there's no fbi there's no cops nothing and he sneaks down in there and he has a uh, stashed away yeah, 250,000 seeds holy cow. and he gets these seeds and i don't know how he did it but he goes to holland and meets yeah. neville schoenmachers Sh- Sh- uh, at the holland seed bank and immediately, this weed he developed in the 80s, he called skunk, became so popular in Holland, took over the world, took, I mean, everybody just doing, yeah, and he changed his name to Sam the Skunk Man. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Wayne, meantime, <laughs> keeps talking about his seed like Frodo or Bilbo talking about the <laughs> ring and, oh, my precious. Uh, That's but, right, in the freezer. But he goes, so Richard, um, so I said, let's grow them. Yeah. And so he busts out 40 of them, and we pop them, and uh, there's a hoop house there on the farm, and I grow the, and they sprout out of 40 seeds, wow. 38 germinated. I couldn't wow. believe it. So... They they and they're the real thin green leaves. It's the sativa thing. Oh, so like real that, thin yeah. green leaves. They grow real tall. Super serrated and sativa phenotype. It was interesting. Yeah, the different phenotype. There were they expressed differently. Okay. Uh, you know, so I write this article. Fascinating. But they kind of were more sativa. Appearance. Oh, big time sativa. Just different variations in the phenos, but more of a sativa. Because when I think of skunk, I think of like more of a hashish cultivar chronic. Yeah, you know, potent. Um, but that sativa fino is kind of just a testament of that old school lineage. Right. So um, they think the the old time. So I I published this article, and it, it it was it was quite a journey for me. I was a I was this hardcore hippie guitar player back in the day, and I actually in the um, I think it was the late '80s, I for a brief time, sang and played guitar for a band called the Skunk Band. Wow. This this shows how stupid... Full circle, though. Okay. Yeah. But I am... I miss the most obvious things, much to the consternation of dates I've been on, everything. I'm always, I'm just stupid. I don't see the obvious. I didn't get it. I'm playing in a band called the Skunk Band. And I'm just, I'm just uh, so dense. And I asked the leader of the band, I said, so where where did that name come from, man? And he looked at me, and he goes, he's just shaking his head, and he hands me a joint. There you I go. still don't get oh, it. Boy. I still didn't get it. Oh, boy. But I We're did like, notice the joint, <laughs> their weed was really pungent. And yeah. also, I noticed that when I smoked it, I could really play the guitar. Yeah. I could look at the fretboard and all of a sudden see the notes like a piano. I mean, Amazing. it was just like there, yeah. all the, I, you know. Locking in. Locking yeah. in. And, uh, and it made me feel great. Well, anyway, I, I, it didn't happen. I moved, I did something else, and I eventually became a comedian, and then everything changed. But, like. Was that herb? Skunk in the skunk band? Oh, yeah. Oh, it was. Oh, oh, it would definitely. Now so, I, I get it now. Because that was the that was like the top cultivar probably being grown all over Santa Cruz County. And one the haze, too, was coming right, around. Yeah. Right. That's when the haze was. Yeah. yeah. It's like they were right then and there mm-hmm. together. So I published this article in Cannabis Chronicle. So and cool. who should I get an email from? But Sam the Skunk Man. Oh, very cool. And everybody, the plot it, thickens. Yes, it gets much thicker. And Whoa. I, I uh, 
this... How did he find it? Someone must have sent him an email. Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. this is a local publication. Yeah, it's like local. But, but, yeah. but there was a woman, I think, in Bonnie Doon. Cool. Who, uh, sure, there's some w- good heads w- and growers out there. The wife of a friend of his, something like that. And she, she sent it, it to him. It. And, and she, she sent me a, 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 an email saying, hey, where this is. I sent it to Sam the Scott. And I went, what? That guy's still alive? What? You know what? Well, he starts emailing me. We start corresponding, and um, here's where you got it right, and here's where you got it wrong yeah. in your article. They'll it, let it, you know when you get it wrong. Oh. I've had interviews on the radio where I get emails, and they're like, that's not right. That's not, you know, it's funny yeah. how people really do care to set the story straight, which I, I think it's important. It is. And 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 he, he, uh, he squared me away. <laughs> so what, from what? Sam said, and what other growers have said, we believe Wayne's seed. I don't know what they are, these seeds. I know when they are, and I know where, who. they. So David Watson, who became Sam the Skunk Man, like, uh, he, he produced these in Watsonville. And Sam and everybody says, well, they were Colombian Wow. And Acapulco Gold and Afghani. And the, 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 what they were trying to do was make it more grower friendly. Because Colombian, at least at that time, it grow, in fact, these, they grow tall. These seeds that I, I had to, I was in a hoop house. I had to cut the tops yeah, off four y- times. Y- yeah, it was stretching too much. Oh, it was yeah. hitting the canopy. Yeah, it was. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, uh, they're thin. Dark green leaves. It's, I mean, and everybody goes, How "Oh, that's cool. Colombia." How cool! So, uh, so that expression is coming through. It's definitely got definitely, a Colombian line in it. So Sam tells me he goes, "Okay, no, you don't have skunk. You have what I was doing before we came out with skunk." And he says, nice. "You have the F1 or F2s." Whoa! And so. This is pretty interesting. Um, I like the weed just like it is. And I asked Wayne, I said, so, Wayne, you, this is a, you've got these heirloom seeds. What do you want? What do you want? And what do you get out of this? He says, well, for, he says, for me, it's creative, happy weed. And I want to share that with the world. I want everybody to be able to grow it. I want to figure out a way just to distribute it, get it out. Wow. And so um, after this, so I did this article. Within 24 hours, people started emailing me. Oh, I imagine. Oh. I almost reached out. I, I'm so happy we, we connected yeah. because my life got in the middle of things. But when this article came out, I was like, this is the type of stories that I really want to put on the radio for posterity to help educate this new generation coming into appreciating cannabis that right. never really knew where it all started and how how there's a whole generation coming developing you know a really strong tie to the to the sacred plant that never knew prohibition right it's just bizarre and they get caught up in the in the you know the capitalists uh, you know like this this indus- the industry the green rush but a lot of it is this uh, amazing uh the, the connection of growing and and the work like the the breeding work is a it's a, it's an art form that is also intuitive and it's also you have to give all the all glory to ganja it's all in the plant nature ten thousand years old that's baby. it it's all it's I mean, all there is- man and when you start to learn and notice things it gets deeper like this deep rabbit hole of appreciation and then you can imbibe you know take it in and and then it can bring your consciousness somewhere it's amazing Mm. it's very special the um archiving these seeds was really important to us because you talk to guys like jeff nordahl you know jeff yeah over jade nectar jeff yep um and now I know uh, Ryan over at uh, Radio Ridge. Radio Ridge is great, and Eva. Eva, uh, yeah, she's amazing, and there's a whole, their whole team is great. Yeah, 
So these people are really educating me on why this needs to be preserved, why Wayne's seeds need to. And they go, look, hybridization has happened so much. People are losing. Oh, yeah. Losing. Yeah, these are like the rare colors in the the chartreuse. That's what you were talking about. The chartreuse, earlier. like yeah. when you start mixing everything, it all turns brown. Yep. And we're getting that's the market: cookies, gelatos. It's all the browning of. I the, talked to a yeah. guy who go he said I went to Columbia because I wanted to get the real thing, and he goes, I climbed this mountain, and there's this Indian grower, and the guy, and through an interpreter, he's talking to this Indian, and the guy's saying. Uh, oh, yeah, man, I got exactly what you need. I got this stuff. It's what everybody wants now, this bubblegum kush. And, you know, this is back. This so is sad. This is so sad. You know, yeah. this is supposed to be the root. I and know. It's so happened. One way to do it is to, like, take Wayne's seeds. So, anyway, um, our idea Preservation work is so important. Get it growing in the backyards. Because, Absolutely. Because... Big growers, I w- I've been approached by um, three yeah, really, yeah. really big growers. Sure. And they, they wanted to own it in its entirety. They oh. go, Richard, there's millions in I it know. for you. Uh, but we have to, we, we can't let it out. We have to own it completely. Yeah, the IP or whatever. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So the idea of making this an oh, uh, Open domain, public domain. Keep it in the public domain. So that's what I'm doing. And and I, I gave away a bunch of seeds at the Coralitas Farmers Market. I guess cool. that I called Ben Rice and I said, Hey, babe, can I do this? Yeah, it's all right. Is this all right? And he goes, Yeah, go ahead and do it. But you keep my number on speed dial. <laughs> uh, and uh, there's souvenirs. Uh, it's him. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. And and I met amazing people. I this guy showed up. Uh, again, I, can, I need to get people's permission to use their names sure, for sure, sure. But he's from Big Sur, and he gave me what's something called Big Sur Holyweed. Have you ever heard that? Oh, what about I Big Sur Holyweed? Um, That's a real thing. It is. No, it's a, it's a California. Um, I would I wouldn't call it a land race, but it's it's similar to like this F1 pre skunk um, line that you know. I think the root of it, from what I've heard from older heads that have educated me Zacatecas so it's a Mexican that's the lineage is from Mexico Mexico but it came you know in the bales and people were making lids and pulling out the beans and someone started growing it out there's there's a couple legends behind the Big Sur Holy the holy piece was there was some people doing you know spiritual work out there like monk like monk like well, work Brian, growing something about a priest that's it no cuz cuz big sur is a is a holy place and so a lot of people and the growers in big sur are rugged cuz uh-huh. it's it's a rugged terrain to grow anything especially cannabis so it was like a trial by fire for this Mexican Zacatecas line in 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 they were you know they had beans from the pot they smoked so they started growing them and then it acclimated and became very robust and had a had a vigor to the California coast which is really problematic for a lot of cultivars because of botrytis and powdery mildew and right. you name it there's a lot of things like every time you grow in this county a third of it's probably going to mold. Um, yeah. Well, if you're down that close. Everything, yeah. It's, it's, it depends. You know, it really depends. Genetics are the key variable. And what I've learned about the Big Sur Holy is, yeah, there was this group of people that were committed and on a spiritual lifestyle, but they loved to grow cannabis and they loved that line. And that line was kind of passed around with the rugged growers in the Carmel Valley, of course, Big Sur. Um, some parts of Monterey, some parts of south of Santa Cruz County. Um, and it kind of made its way into other breeders that I know. Um, the Coastal Seeds, Kaju Michael is a really great old old guy that knows a lot about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of these guys are just old friends that used to smoke together, just like you and Wayne, you know, but they were really intentional on uh, preservation work is a key thing for a lot of these right. elders or, you know, like the OGs of, of the local genetics. And, uh, yeah, that Big Sir Holy, it's kind of like skunk. It's like... Is it like sativa, indica? Or yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's more sativa. Oh, right. Yeah, I, I think you'd love it. My, my brand. I think you'd love it. And it grows really well. It, it, it Like, it, it doesn't stretch like a Colombian. Mm. It's actually a really nice plant to grow. 
hmm. in this area. More friendly. It would do it would do well in your hoop house. Oh wow. Um, and it has yeah it has a more you know stimulating effect. It's that old school heady herb. Yeah. It's really special. Uh, I, I I've had I've had some beans that I tried. Um, I've seen different versions of it, so it's kind of hard. What is the true Big Sur? Similar to skunk, you know, and similar to some of these old ones, it's it's hard to say what it, because you know it's a time and place thing. You know, we're right. in 22. So, am I? Uh, so, um, this is a commercial radio station. We can we can <laughs> say like where things are for sale. Sure. Okay. This is free. Yeah, we're we we do whatever we want. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So, so uh, one of the people that reached out was um, uh, um, the Jade Nectar. Um, Jeff. Jeff. Jeff Nordahl, and uh, Jeff kept talking about the his uh, public domain project. And the more Wayne and I thought about it, we go, okay, let's let's let's, let's talk to this guy. And he is, uh, I find him a fascinating guy. And he goes, hey, so there's so much energy around this little community of Wayne Seeds. Um, senior, uh, famous uh, backyard grower, Senorita Groovy, uh, email, cool. emails me that uh, she had a 100% germination rate. A woman by the name of Mary Jane uh, emails me. And so I tell all this to Jeff, and he goes, hey, man, let's, let's just put some in a dispensary, really get them out. So that's kind of the idea. So Santa Cruz Naturals in Pajaro cool. and Santa Cruz Naturals in Aptos. Very nice. 19 San Juan Road and out in Pajaro. Yeah. Yeah. I love Santa Cruz Naturals. Yeah. Call well, they're carrying the family. Them and That's they're, great. Yeah. Yeah. They're carrying these seeds. And um, this is really timely. It's a good time to get seeds and, you know, for the audience. If you, if you haven't grown, this is a great opportunity to start with a very special cultivar. Yeah. That's really, a, it's going to be a taste of history. Mm-hmm. When it's done, I mean it's a full, it's a full process. But I would, a- April's a good time to germinate and get your oh, yeah. garden going. This is great. You're great. right on schedule. And and I would ask when you if you do go there and get them, anybody I give the seeds to, or if you if you get them through Santa Cruz Naturals, um, stay in touch. I want to hear because we don't really know what these are. We know yeah. when they are. We know who made them, yeah. and even the guy who made them goes, "Well, yeah, I was really working on, yeah." So they, these are early. <laughs> there's some early genetics here, and they're going to express in an array of phenotypes. Yeah, I imagine there will be, like any like any prodigy, any child. You know, I'm more of my dad's expression, and my brother's more my mom, the Medina side. You know, I'm looking like a car, and he looks more like a Medina. Your wife is Italian, and my <laughs> my wife is actually Italian and half Chardonnay. There you go, half Italian, half Chardonnay. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, especially with these old lines, you might find some really interesting Alcapulco Gold finos, some really interesting Colombian finos, and then maybe more squatty Afghan leaning. And in many ways, it's nice to see those uh, phenotypes in the world again. Yeah. Because everything is gelato, cookie, cake. It's, comfortably it's, numb. Uh, it's comfortably numb. <laughs> we got to get back to the, the chartreuse. I like interesting colors. Yeah. I, like, I like yeah. to go back to the extremes. And a lot of breeders in this community, um, we're, really, we're, really, we're really lucky here in this community of Santa Cruz. And Santa Cruz is a very, you know, the the, the, the the weed history that we're speaking to and learning and a part of is also a part of Santa Cruz's story, the story of this community over the years. It's very cool because the cannabis has been, yeah, like you said, that, that living art form of, of 10,000 plus years forever um, all over the world, but coming out of Prohibition and looking at this... Um, New era of, of, of legal cannabis, we have to continue to preserve and put it out and keep it open, free it up. It's also revolutionary to grow your own because, oh, yeah. because of prohibition and regulation, weed is now this, you, what, what you, the, the money, the green rush, the money rush, you were talking about that. 
There is no reason for it to be this expensive. If you get some seeds that work for you, be it Big Sur Holy Weeds or, oh, so Jeff called it because it's a, it's the pre-skunk. He's the guy who came up with the name Grandpappy Skunk. Yeah. It's kind of a cute name. It is. So, yeah. so if you grow Grandpappy Skunk, you can get that at SC Naturals. Or you find some, you hook up with Christopher and get some big, <laughs> big sir holy weed. If you grow your own, it's it is it is revolutionary. You are bypassing all of. I mean, you're just all that prohibition that Anslinger, that awful sure. person back then, all that that, that brought it down and made it expensive. Doesn't have to be. Doesn't have Man, to be. This is a weed. It grows Believe so me, easy. You, can, you have never done anything <laughs> so it, easy you give in it your love, life. It comes back a hundredfold. I mean, with you, you water medicine. that thing three or four times and you're done. You're golden. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. Just a healthy soil, good genetics, and water. It's yeah. really all you need. Yeah. People overthink it, and they, you know, it's a. And who knows? You might. You might get a bigger high of having a garden. Well, I than actually smoking cannabis. I yeah. actually like growing it better than I do smoking it. Likewise, and, and I'm 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 pretty good at smoking it. I, so. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, peace through cultivation. A lot of people they catch that bug and it, it changes. Your, it could change your world. Yeah, man. And now's the time. Why not? It's a wonderful time. Um, we're close to the top of the hour. I don't want to get cut off. Um, Man, we just scratched the surface as well. Um, anything coming up? Anything other than the seeds, or you want to inform our audience on? Um, uh, I want you all to get vaccinated. I I got a, just a, a note about vaccination. So I was I I a while back when things were just starting to open up, everybody was getting vaccinated. I I played Harvey's. It's a comedy club up in um, in Portland. Nice. And there's a hospital. Right near the club, and they were giving away a joint of killer, killer dispensary Whoa. weed if you get vaccinated. That's a good incentive. Christopher, yeah. I have been vaccinated seven times. <laughs> I'll take it again. Some good, kind medicine. Yeah. Well, God bless you, man. Um, this Likewise, is an man. amazing show. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it's... Uh, it's a time to uh, a time. We, we don't really know what's happening. Doesn't it feel kind of shifting? It's, and there's hot. shifting sands right now. Shifting sands. The industry's yeah. tricky. That everything is really, yeah. it's really. Um, yeah, you're right. So roots to me, growing we your need own roots. is yeah. just is one Stability. more thing you yeah. can do. You know the music you play. The the, you play roots music. That's and, it. And we and you. So roots. <laughs> I, I I believe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We gotta get back to the roots. And then and then also loving our neighbors in a way where we can come back together. That's what I'd like to yeah. say. Yeah. Buy buy your neighbor a a burger. Buy them dinner. I love that. And and keep that good vibe going. And happy 420, everybody. I hope you have a wonderful wonderful weekend and if you're available wednesday evening at the shannon shack brewery ancestry will be playing for the people we have a whole new set all new original tunes and uh stay up grow something green and be most excellent to each other you've been listening to the cannabis connection i'm christopher carr thank you richard this was wonderful thank you, my man. and thank you santa cruz stay up have a beautiful evening Yay.